Hey everyone, uh, welcome to Leading Hope. My name is Chris Jones. I'm the pastor of Hope Community Church, and uh, I just hope to encourage you and whatever lead, whatever you're leading, whatever endeavor you're involved in right now, I just want to encourage you with a few things today. Maybe you're a part of Hope Community Church here, and uh, I want to say thank you and, and hope to encourage you as well. Today I want to talk about leading in the right season, leading the right thing in the right season. Uh, I've seen over the years, one of the biggest mistakes leaders can make is they try to lead, uh, like it's the same season all, all the time, or they try to do things in the wrong season and they don't realize it. Uh, we have the benefit where we live to have four real seasons. We have a real spring, a real summer, a real fall and a real winter. And that helps me clarify that, that in certain seasons, I do different things. I don't shovel snow in the summer. Uh, but I don't pick raspberries in the winter. And so I, I understand inherently as a leader, there's certain seasons you do certain things in. And if I get that wrong, if I do the wrong thing in the wrong season, I could not only hurt the organization, but more importantly, hurt people. So we're going to look at that today. We're going to use the example, uh, actually in scripture, uh, the story is told about the Israelites who left Egypt in remarkable circumstances. And how that happened. So you find that in Exodus chapter 13, starting in verse 17 and 18, what we're going to cover today. And basically the gist of the story is, is God was, had picked Moses to lead the Israelites out of Egypt and the opportunity has arrived. Moses is getting ready to lead them out and God gives him a little instruction. He's going to lead them the long way around, it seems, so that they don't come in contact, uh, with another neighbor who they could potentially get into a battle with the Philistines. So he says, I'm going to lead you around this way so you don't get near them because I don't think you could stand a fight right now. I don't think you get into a battle. And I think if you have to fight right now, it could push the people back into Egypt, the very place I was trying to deliver them from. But when you read Israel's attitude when they left Egypt, when they actually all got their stuff together and walked out, it said they walked out ready for battle. So it almost seems like that they had a, they had a different picture of the season they were in than God did. So God was trying to tell Moses, hey, listen, I know the season here. I know what people can handle. And so I need you to do this, whether they think so or not, whether they think they're ready or not. I need you to act this way and lead this way. So let's cover a couple things. First of all, as leaders, we have to realize there's a season for everything. There really is. And we get so uh, impatient and all those type of things uh, with, with the speed of what, which things are happening and we want to push and we want to push and realize there's a season for pushing and there's a season for rest. There's a season for getting a lot of stuff done and there's a season for backing off. And so if we don't get that, if we don't understand that ebb and flow of seasons and how they work, we could push people in the wrong seasons. So what does some of that mean? Some of that means that leaders have to be able to read the seasons, know where you're at. God told Moses, hey, these people are not ready for battle. I don't care what you see right now. I don't care what it looks like on the surface. These people are not ready for battle. So I want you to lead them around the long way. So you have to be able to understand what season you're in. It wouldn't make any sense if I scheduled a pool party in the middle of January where we live. It's not. A, it wouldn't be a good thing as a leader to do that. And so understand the season you're in for your whole organization, for your church, uh, for your family, understand what season you're in. I could do different things now because my kids are older than I could when they were toddlers. I'm in a different season of life. I can have my son drive me somewhere. That would not be good to try out when he's four. 
But now that he's 17, I can have me, I can have him drive me to the store. It's, it's a wonderful thing to be able to do. So, but I know what season I'm in now. So leaders have to be able to read the seasons. The next thing you have to do is leaders have to, or we're supposed to, we have to know what we're supposed to do in those seasons. So it's one thing to be able to tell what season you're in. It's another thing to be able to tell what you're supposed to do in that season. So let's look at Israel. What were they supposed to do in this season? Just leave. That's it. Just leave Egypt. God didn't say go fight anybody. He didn't say, he just said, leave. Follow Moses out of Egypt and just leave Egypt. That's all he asked them to do. So the third thing, what are we capable of doing in that season? So as a leader, you inherently not only need to know what season you're in, but what are the people you're leading capable of even doing in that season? And so if you're in a season where where you think it's summertime and we could grow, we could do all these things, but the people are not capable of doing that, then you could push people to do the wrong thing, even in the right season. So we need to understand. So what was what was Israel capable of doing? They were not capable of fighting. Even though there was an opportunity to have a fight, they were not capable of it. Even though the Philistines were there, they were not capable of engaging them, and God knew that. And so... So we have to be able to read the seasons. We have to know what we're supposed to do in the seasons. We have to know what people are capable of in the season. And then we, we, we have to know what we want to do in the season. So what we want to do and what we're capable of sometimes are two different things. And here's the issue with Israel. They wanted to fight. It says, it says in Exodus there that when they left Egypt, they left ready for battle. Now, that seems absolutely contradictory to what God had just told Moses about lead them out the long way so they don't come in contact with the Philistines because it could force them back into Egypt because they're not ready to fight. Well, well, Israel comes out, it says, ready for battle. So I don't think God's wrong. I think Israel thought they were more capable of what they actually were. So we also we have to know the difference between what we're able to do and what we want to do. When When I was... Young, I wanted a whole bunch of things I wasn't capable of handling or purchasing at the time. So I had to wait until I was financially uh, able to purchase things, uh, emotionally able to handle things. And so we see that distance that needs to take place between what we're capable of doing and what we actually want to do. And Israel was dealing with that right there. So there's a season for everything. The other thing I want to talk to you about is holding back is also leadership. Now, if you know me, you know I'm not uh, by nature a hold-back type person, a wait-and-see type person. I'm a type person that wants to drive forward all the time. I want to reach new ground, take new territory, try new things. I want to keep moving forward. But what I figured out is every season of life can't be constant forward motion. It can't. It's the reason God set up six days of work on the seventh day rest. There was a pattern to us being full and healthy and, and, and have an abundant life. And so in leadership, we have to be able to navigate those seasons and, and know when it's time to hold back. And Moses was told by God, don't let them fight right now. Lead them the long way. It's time to hold back. And so what are a couple of things about that? Leadership requires you to know who you are leading and what they're capable of in the season. Holding back at times indicates that you understand capacities and circumstances. 
So the ability for a leader to kind of pull back from advancing means that I can understand the circumstances we're in and the capabilities that we have. It's a lot of what we just talked about. Holding back means I understand that people do not have the capacity and the circumstances are not are not what they need to be for us to keep moving forward. And there's nothing wrong with that. There is much um, leadership being being displayed and holding back at times as there is driving forward at times. And so as a leader, we have to understand that there are seasons where we're, where we may not be physically growing as an organization, but we, but that doesn't mean we're doing nothing. And I'm going to get to that. So growth happens in seasons. It's never constant. Uh, raised three kids. Uh, one of the things that would happen with our kids is they could wear the same shoes for a while. And then all of a sudden you'd go, Oh, all of a sudden, the shoes are too small. All of a sudden, the jeans are too small. It's not that every day we measured them and they were three centimeters taller or or six inches taller. It, it wasn't like that. It was like, you've heard the term, growth spurts. Every now and then, they would just bust out of their clothes. So organizations work like that. Not every day is it growing. Day after day after day, there's seasons of rapid growth and there's seasons that seem like there's no growth. And being able to lead in both of those seasons is very important. So growth happens in seasons. It's not a constant thing. It's not a forever thing. So we have to understand that as leaders. If we push people to grow in every season, we're going to push them too hard. The third thing in this, organizational growth should reject the, or should reflect the work rest pattern. Organizational growth should reflect the work rest pattern. There's a pattern I just talked to you about in the Bible where God set it up for his people to work six days and rest on the seventh. He modeled that. He didn't need to rest, but he modeled it. Work six, rest seven. I think organizationals, organizations and churches shouldn't be modeling that. That not every season is just run ahead and grow at all costs, but there's a pattern of grow, rest, grow, rest. That's how God set it up for us to be healthy. And I think that's how we keep healthy relationships, that it's not just a constant pressure to do more and more and more, but there's an understanding that we're going to work hard and we're going to rest, work hard and rest. The next thing I want to talk to you about is the right season will ensure victory. The right season will always ensure victory. Now, when it comes, when it comes to the Israelites, what God understood about them is that was not the season to fight. I need to, I need to, reminds you it was a season where he was transitioning them. It wasn't a season of battle. It wasn't a season to take new ground. It was a season to transition. So what you have to realize about the Israelites, they had not been responsible for their own protection for generations. They lived in Egypt, the most powerful military around. And so they'd never been responsible for their own protection. Even living in bondage, they weren't responsible for waging war. It just wasn't something they knew anything about. And so God delivers them miraculously without their input, without their help. Of the day of the Passover, they're all in their houses, and God is delivering them without any of their effort. And so all of a sudden, we need to, we need to understand that God was leading them out, ensuring the victory, and it wasn't something that they were supposed to tackle. It was supposed, it was, it was a time of transition and rest, not a time of advancement. So here's a couple things. Leaders have to be confident of readiness, not just opportunities. So here's what I know. 
It says they, they left ready for battle. Because here's what I also know. The Philistines love to fight. They would have fought them. If they'd have walked the route that they probably would have naturally taken, the Philistines would have taken up fight, taken up the fight with them. And so what that tells me is every opportunity doesn't need to be taken advantage of. What we need to really be examining is, are we ready for that opportunity? So being ready is almost as important, if not more important than the opportunity in front of us. Because just because there's an opportunity doesn't mean we're ready to take it. It doesn't mean we're going to be able to take advantage of it. It just means there's an opportunity there. And great leadership knows, can tell the difference between an opportunity that we're ready to seize upon and an opportunity that we're not. And if we push people as leaders, if we push people into an opportunity that they're not ready for, it's going to fail. And we see that in the life of Israel over and over again, where God said, hey, don't do that. And they jumped into it anyway and ended up failing. So God, by his sovereignty, said, don't walk that way. Walk around, because even though the opportunity to fight is there, you are not ready to do that. Second thing in here, in here is this. Readiness is built when you are not moving. I told you uh, before, this is, um, this is uh, 2020 uh, when we're recording this. We just went through the coronavirus pandemic, and I've heard so much talk about church and organizations not being what they, what they were, you know, our goals aren't, aren't being met, and, and all these kind of uh, sob story mentality. But I looked at 2020 as a season of readiness that yeah we didn't we didn't numerically grow in 2020 we didn't we didn't get more people in our church and in our organization we got less because we couldn't meet together so it wasn't an issue of were we growing 2020 for us became an issue of are we ready to grow and so all of a sudden there's a ton of downtime we're locked in the house we can't go out we can't meet together we're doing everything on zoom calls and what you realize is Either I'm going to sit and lament the fact that we're not growing, or I can get ready for when we do. And downtime is a perfect time to get ready. I have a lot of friends in the military, and you don't get ready to fight right at the beginning of the fight. You get ready when you're not fighting. And there's a saying, uh, the more you sweat, the less you bleed. So... If your, if your organization isn't growing, maybe it's a season of readiness. Maybe it's a season of preparing for growth. So don't sit back and lament the fact that you're not growing. Look at that as an opportunity. Hey, I've got more time to get ready for what is going to happen and use that time wisely. So the third last thing, don't limit downtime. Use it to prepare. It's what I just talked about. So readiness is built when you are not moving and don't limit downtime. Use it to prepare. I believe 2020 for us has been a great time of preparation to build a structure that can handle the weight of growth. And so I hope you do the same thing. We got a few months left. I hope you take this opportunity to say, Hey, you know what? Things are different. We're, we're not, we're not growing as fast or maybe we're not growing at all. And we're going to take this opportunity to get ready for what God wants to do in and through us. We're not just sit back and be upset about what has happened. We're going to get ready for it. And what you find out, you find out that Israel did walk around, but then they ended up between uh, what a friend of mine said, just a rock and a hard place. They ended up between the Red Sea and the Egyptian army. 
And what we find out is they were absolutely unready for battle. It says that they were fearful and couldn't believe that God had led them out there to kill them. And, and, and God finally tells Moses, Hey, stop, stop it. Stop it. Take your staff. Do what I've called you to do. God provides the miracle and they walk across on dry land. But here's the deal. They were not ready to fight. And if Moses had to push them into the Philistines, they'd have gotten beat. And if Moses had to push them back to the Egyptian army, they would have gotten beat. But God delivered them on both occasions. So here's what I want to tell you. In the right season, God always does what's right. And as a leader, we need to be able to follow God's leading in those things. And if God leads us and tells us, hey, you're not ready for that, don't be upset about it. Know that he's got uh, something in the plans for you instead of what you thought might would be the thing to happen. So I'm excited about the rest of this year. I think God is preparing us uh, for growth. And I think uh, you have the opportunity to do the same thing. Uh, So I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to hearing that story from you. So uh, until then, we'll see you back next time.